I am Zarina Dimitrova, a strategic partner and mentor to businesses in the process of transformation. Join me on Grow and Learn as we explore a range of topics from personal development and career advancement to relationship building and financial management. With practical advice, inspiring stories and expert interviews, we'll give you the tools you need to thrive in every aspect of your life. Join us as we share insights and strategies that can help you achieve your personal and professional growth objectives. Welcome to Grow and Learn, everyone. This is Zorina. I am welcoming somebody who's going to help your financial future, financial planning, if you decide to listen, or at least it's a very interesting um, concept and outlook on how things could work in an alternative um, financial model. I'm welcoming Jim Lee. Jim has invested in more than 600 units, uh, condos, real estate units, in the past two years, which is really impressive. I really want to know how this happens. I mean, you graduated, you did your bachelor's in 2010, and suddenly you're there. <laughs> how did you manage to turn around your faith in such a way? Absolutely. So, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show, Zarina. It's, it's my pleasure to be here. And um, so, like you said, I graduated from UCLA back in 2010, which is right after the subprime mortgage crash, 2008, and the European yeah. de debt crisis in 2010. So it was uh, very difficult to find a job. Uh, took me about a year to find to go through a bunch of interviews and got really good at uh, selling myself. And it, it, I ended up uh, working at um, uh, gave me a spot, to, uh, an opportunity to work as an inside sales at uh, CoStar LoopNet. Now, so for those that don't know what LoopNet is, it's basically Zillow for commercial real estate. And um, from from there, it kind of just helped me learn the importance of having multiple stream of income because I was able to speak to real estate investors, agents, lenders, property managers on a daily basis. And so um, after working there for a couple of years, saved up some money. That's when I decided to acquire my own real estate and have that nice uh, an additional stream of income. And ever since I acquired that two bedroom, one bathroom condo, uh, my first deal, I never looked back. And from there, I kind of transitioned from a W2 employee to become an entrepreneur. Um, I got my real estate license did that for two years and eventually I transitioned from being a realtor to a syndicator. Tell us what a syndicator is. Um, I've, I've, I'm acquainted about syndication when it comes to startup projects, but how does it work in real estate? So in syndication, it's basically a partnership between investors who pull their resources together uh, to um, buy a single investment. This allows you to invest in multi-million dollar properties such as multifamily. And that's the asset class which I'm, I, I'm in. Um, but you can also syndicate other commercial buildings or development projects. Um, syndication eliminate much of that risk while sharing the upside. Um, the property generates an income and that just gets split amongst all the investors. So it's a win-win situation for both the operator and the investors. Are there designated platforms for real estate syndication or do you use a proprietary platform or what do you use to get people on board? So most people, they use their own, they build their own brand, they build their own website uh, like I have. Um, but then there are platforms out there like crowdfunding. I'm pretty sure you've heard of it. Mm -hmm. Um, that, you know, they pay, they raise capital and then they use that capital to buy commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. And, and what is your uh, platform called? 
my platform, my website is called uh, formosainvesting.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, on there, I also wrote an, uh, a, sh- a short 20 page uh, ebook that I basically just help educate my investors. It's basically just talks about all the mistakes I've learned um, over the years and, you know, to give that content to my investors so they don't make the same mistake I make. Yeah, I, I am jumping you right in, Jim. I, I want to know numbers. I want to know why this works and and how can people, if they want to participate in this, uh, because there's so much to talk about right now. In in real estate, there are not so bright expectations. We are on the verge of a collapse, you know, some say worse than um, the Great Depression. We don't know what's going to go on. But let's talk about the current situation. Give us some numbers of how things have been working for you up to this moment, and then we can develop it to the future. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So the numbers that we work with in syndication is, you know, minimum typically minimum investment is between fifty thousand to a hundred thousand into a deal, right? And so once your money gets is invested into a deal, um, your money is stuck there for five years. And the reason why is because in our business plan, we project to hold this commercial building for five years. Why? Because over time, appreciation is going to, you know, increase, you know, the the value of the property. But on top of that, we add value to the property. So what we do is we use the first year's cash flow to renovate these apartment units, um, add value. And once we are able to do that, we increase the income, increase the rent, and that way we can sell it for more. So typically um you 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 can expect 2x equity in multiple what that means is if you invest 100,000 you can expect 200,000 to uh, back at, at the end of 5 year hold cycle once we sell the building um you can also expect uh, an 8% cash on cash return so you know 100,000 8,000 per year of passive income so you you can you're 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 looking at roughly 28% annual return on average, uh, for investing into a, a deal like this. Now, when you're talking about economic-wise, uh, how 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 we're doing in the economy, well, just like you said, the interest rate is has gone up, and so for us as syndicator, what we have to watch out for is, you know, uh, make making sure that our 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 uh, debt re- uh, coverage ratio is is that we have plen- uh, plenty of uh, uh, supplemental reserves enough to be able to cover that even if in a in an environment like this but for the deals I've been in um our lead sponsors we buy something called rate cap meaning you know once once the interest rate rises to a certain point it cannot go above that so my my deals is uh the interest rate is capped at 6.12% so that's 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 been helping a lot so, so you do use that uh, in, in your deals. It's not simply the equity from the syndicators going into the deal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're using 70% loan to value. Um, yeah. And then the rest, the down payment, we raise uh, um, the capital for equity. I, I see. And um, you as a syndicator, you withhold, I, I suppose, some sort of a platform fee for the, for the deal? Yeah. So as a syndicator, the the way how we make money is uh, acquisition fee. So we we get paid on um, 
looking for the looking for the deal, uh, acquiring the deal. Once we close the deal, that's our acquisition fee. Typically, it ranges one to three percent of the total cost. We also make money on asset management fee, which is to manage the asset over time, the five years construction, renovation, and so forth. Um, and and and. You know, it depends on the syndicator, but sometimes we also charge a disposition fee, refinance fee, and a construction fee, and so forth. So that's basically how we make our money. That's truly amazing. I mean, six hundred units is a, is a is a big number to own. Um, now, although you're covered to a certain extent uh, for the for the risk of increasing interest rates, the uh, economy may. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go out there and say is going to, but it may completely tumble down. Would that have, or what would the impact of this be on the rent of or acquisition of these units that you're renting out? So um, that's a lot. That's a great question. A lot of investors, when they invest into deals like this, they always have the same similar questions, right? Um, typically, what we tell them is, if you look at back in 2008, during the subprime mortgage crash, right? Um, there was about 4% single family resident that went into foreclosure. And then um, back uh, back in 2008, only 0.4% of multifamily uh, went to foreclosure. So that tells you, you know, it's very, very, very rare for multifamily to default. Why? Because chances are if you're managing a, a hundred plus unit apartment building, lenders are not going to want to take that. You know, they don't want to own it. They don't know how to operate it. So they'll do whatever it takes to work with you. Even if you is you're going through trouble paying down the debt. Um, there's a lot of many ways to, 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 to solve that problem as well. One is just, you know, capital call, you know, you, you tell the investors, Hey, we got to put more money in because, you know, we're just in this kind of environment Two is, you know, finding other more people that will be able to lend you money from banks, from prefer, preferred equity. So there's, there's solutions to uh, problems. And, you know, in real estate, I think it's, it's one of the safest, um, asset you can ever invest in and and you you see you know people from ages 20 to 70 you know invest in real estate and it tells you why because it provides the 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 most stable stability what is the what is the biggest risk that you see in this business that could potentially happen i i don't want to look into doom and gloom but i'm sure you do some risk management uh, uh, analysis what is the biggest risk to to this business the biggest risk would I would probably have to say it depends on the market, right? So the markets I invest in is in uh, Florida, Orlando, and Jacksonville. So out there, the biggest risk it would be hazardous, you know, you know, tornadoes or hurricanes, and that's the those are the things that we have to watch out for. Um, and that's why I ended up investing in Jacksonville because. In the past 20 years, nothing has happened out there. But Orlando, it, it gets tornadoes every once in a while. So that's that's where you basically just have to buy insurance, right? You gotta make make sure you're you're uh you know covered on that. Oh, uh, you, no, no, no problem. Go go on. Yeah, yeah. So that's I think that's one of the risks. 
Um, but besides that, that's that's pretty much I I, I can think of on top of my head because it's like I said, it's really difficult to go through a, a default with a multifamily. Um, another thing, what I would add, what I would say is um, upon taking over the project, right? When 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 management when 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 we syndicate a deal and we take over an operation. Typically, you ha- you see a high turnover rates, right? Um, because once new management comes in, there's going to be some rent rent bumps, and then there's going to be you know change of operation, and you're you're gonna see a lot of tenant mo- move out, and that's when your occupancy rate comes down, and so that it takes time to st- stabilize the building. So typically, you know, the first year you're not gonna see any distribution because of that. Um, and and it's because we're trying to stabilize the property until it's it's you know at at least ninety percent or more occupied. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to syndication, is there a law that uh, only allows um, certified investors, like with investment above fifty thousand k, to invest, or could people invest with smaller amounts? Yeah. So the the minimum is fifty thousand. And um, that, that's another great question because there's a there's a difference between because uh, you have to look at the deal, right? There's something there's a yeah. As a syndicator, when we syndicate a deal, we have to um, follow the 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 guidelines of SEC, the securities laws, right? And in the securities laws, we have uh, what is called the 506B and 506C. 506B basically you you can raise capital from pre-existing relationships that you had with. Um, you know, friend, friends, family, and 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 these people, um, they can invest. They don't. Ha- they it could be non-credit investors that can invest in this deal, right? But five hundred six C, you you can advertise five hundred six B. You cannot advertise, okay? Only with pre-existing relationship. Five hundred six C, you can advertise on social media, you know, newsletters and stuff like that. Um, but you can only take accredited investors. So accredited investors are uh, investors who has net worth of $1 million or they've made $200,000 in the past two years. So if they qualify any of that, that then they qualify to be, be an accredited investor. Mm-hmm. So you operate under the, the second section where you can advertise commercially? Uh, no, I, I operate under 506B in my first two deals because to start off, you know, it's difficult to raise money from strangers. <laughs> uh, only family and friends are, are going to invest in you. Uh, not so much during your deal. They know you, so they'll invest in you. So that's usually how people start. But yeah, if you can jump to 506C, you know, that's that's even better. Mm-hmm. So, so how did you uh, land on this business? Tell us a bit about yourself. What 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 prompted you to do this and what is required in terms of mindset, in terms of attitude to run such a business? Yeah. So um, going back to what I said earlier, um, when I bought the two bedroom, one bathroom condo, my first real estate deal, I did everything from A to Z, right? Um, I, I was the landlord. I uh, found the tenant, run the background check, collect the rent, did the maintenance, did the, the whole nine yard. And so um you know, I've learned that that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I wanted to automate it. I want, I want, I want to have this to be more passive. Not, I don't want to be more active. So that's when I started thinking. You know, like I got to have a list of vendors. I got to automate things. And 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 when I was doing all of that, um, I 
I started starting syndication as on the on the side, and I realized in syndication is essentially the same thing, but you're just doing it on a bigger scale, right? Because it requires partnership. And these, when we acquire these 100 plus units apartment building, and in my first deal, there's a total of six general partners. So it is a team effort uh, to be able to take down a building like this. And what it what it takes to what the mindset it takes to get there is just plenty of education, right? Because um, for me, I, I, once I did everything on my own with that two bedroom, one bathroom. I I realized there's so much I don't know. And, and that's, re that's when I started to read books, listen to podcasts, go on YouTube. And then eventually I also went out to network to, and, and found my business partner to be able to set, use leverage his network and his track record of experience and knowledge to be able to syndicate a deal. Um, you know, so, so it does take some work, but you can, anybody can do it. If you just, it, it just depends on how badly you want it. Right. If you put yourself out there, go to networking events, build relationships with people and join mastermind group, invest in yourself, you're going to see a return on uh, investment on, 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 you know, down the road. Mm -hmm. So, so you basically started, um, as, as a syndicator without having, without being an accredited investor, correct? Because correct. you started, correct. Okay. So, so how do you convince then people <laughs> to trust you as they are accredited investors, but you yourself were not, how did you convince them to trust you? Again, you know, it's just, it's, it's a team that you're involved in, right? Like they, 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 um, if you have, if I'm on a team with someone who's got a track record of, you know, 30 plus years of real estate syndication experience, they've syndicated, you know, a dozen deals, exited two deals, three deals, five deals, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, th that's, that's, that right there is credibility, right? Mm -hmm. It the, the, that credibility will go really far. And, you know, now I just have to find the right investor for the right investment. I see. Okay. Anything else you would like to share that is important for, for people to know about this business? Um, I would say, you know, if, if people want to get started with syndication, um, you know, just don't give up. And it's really, it's really hard. It's really hard to start this off the ground. Um, especially when you don't have much capital, but always keep an open mind, right? You know, I, I always tell people like, you know, there's three sides to the coin, right? There's the heads, the tails and the edge. Try to stay on the edge, you know? Um, and and I'll get, I can give you an example on that too, is um, I came from um, an Asian background, which in, in Asia, we have the savers mentality. If we can't afford something, you know, we're, we're we're not going to borrow. Like we're not going to borrow to buy something. We're because cash in our in our mind, debt is uh, slavery. Cash is freedom. So that's the background I came from, right? When I bought, when I acquired my first condo, I I, I used all cash offer to buy that property, and that was the one of the biggest mistake I I made because as as a, a savvy smart savvy investor know that you you got to use debt. You know you have to use debt to 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 amplify your returns. Not only that, you also um can get uh, really great tax benefits, you know, from using mm. debt. And and on top of that, you're using other people's money, the bank's money to make more money for you, which is essentially that's what syndication is as well, mm. right? You raise capital and everyone makes money. And, and so, so, um, 
and and for me, it was really hard to change that mindset, right? Because I come from a savers background, savers mentality background. And until I finally, I, I read the book, The Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, he talks about why would you not use debt? And that's when I started to shift my mindset and, and started to explore syndication, right? Uh, if, if my mindset was stuck on just being a saver, then I would never ever do syndication. So that's what I mean by the heads, tails, and being on the edge. So now I get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Thank you so much for this input. This was insightful. Um, yeah. All right. So once again, the name of your website where people, accredited investors can join your project projects is formosainvesting.com. You have a free ebook, correct? That is correct. On all the mistakes you've made in as a real estate investor. <laughs> yeah. And how that it was able to, uh, you know, overcoming those challenges, I was able to uh, create a path for me to become a syndicator. So that's basically what the book is about. It's very short read. You can probably knock it off in 15 minutes. And uh, they can also check me out on uh, any of the social media links, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Formosa Investing. Jim, I'm not going to let you go yet. I have a last question. What is the biggest success you, you consider you've had in your life? And what is the biggest blunder? Well, the biggest success thus far, I would say it would be coming from my first job, um, working at LoopNet. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it took me a year. I was uh, jobless for a year. And when I found that job, I put my whole heart and effort and pretty much everything into that job. And I ended up winning a $50,000 uh, bonus from that job because the, the CEO gave us like this massive incentive for the first, second, third, fourth place. Um, whoever you know can drive the most revenue for the company wins a price and I won 50K. So that's the biggest success. I, that was definitely... Uh, something that uh, I was pretty proud of myself because <laughs> okay. I put in 10 to 12 hours a day working. And um, I never, the reason why I was so, I was hustling like that because I, I didn't want to go back to where, you know, I was jobless, you know? And so I took that job really serious. Uh, the biggest blunder, I would probably have to say, you know, my first deal, you know, just learning the fact that I put all my money, all my eggs in one basket, right? I put all cash offer, all my money is in that property, right? And and now it's like, you know, I'm 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 liable for it. Like basically, I'm I'm a big target, right? Because you know, if if I don't put that under LLC, someone can come after it. All my equity. Uh, on top of that, it was hard for me to pull that equity out to use that money to make more money. And that was a that was that was that was a mistake I, I learned after closing that property. And like I said, I just back then I didn't know what I didn't know. And so after acquiring it, that's when I started to educate myself about it. Wonderful. Well, congratulations on the success and thank you for joining us today. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. 
As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.